Hey yo, what's going on guys? This is your girl D Brady and you are now tuned into Liquid Era Podcast. Thank you guys again for supporting. Last episode, we reached over a total of more than 100 plus downloads and I'm super freaking excited. Thank you guys for supporting, sharing, listening, all that good stuff. So Remember, you guys can follow Liquid Era on IG at liquid underscore era. You could also email me at liquidera6, that's liquidera with the number six, at gmail.com to share your questions, your thoughts, scenarios, anything that's going on, and it will be read over the podcast, or it can be... um, you know, responded to anonymously through email only. That's how we do it. We could do it like that. But yeah, so February, we are in the month of February. And obviously, this is our love series month. So if you are following us on IG, you will see that I am posting a lot of iconic black love movies that I grew up watching. And I'm so, 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 so much of a love theme. I love love. I love black love. I love rom-coms. I love all that corny shit. So obviously this month is really fun for me. I like to get other people's insights on their thoughts on relationships, sex, and dating. So definitely excited about this. But this episode obviously is just going to be me. Um, I am going through a big transition right now. And I guess I'll talk about it later once I'm over this hump, but I'm going through a lot and I just wanted to knock this episode out. And this is going to be really quick, but I'm going to answer a few questions that was given to me pertaining to Valentine's Day and relationships and my feedback and thoughts on these type of things. Next episode, I will be having another special guest, which I'm super excited for because that's my dog and we are going to have so much fun. I just know, I just know, I just know. So yeah, let's get into these questions. And like I said, this episode is going to be really quick guys. So enjoy. So the first question is, what is your ideal Valentine? Um, I have never had a Valentine that was up to par at all, even in a relationship, even just dating someone. I've never had a great Valentine's Day. (laughs) I think my only Valentine, the best Valentine I ever had was in high school and it was my homeboy, Jason, and he brought me... Um, a teddy bear, some candy and stuff. And yeah, we were just friends and it was super sweet, super nice. And I felt very special. And yeah, that was it. But everything else after that was trash. So shout out to you, Jason. (laughs) But um, my ideal Valentine is obviously someone who pays attention to detail. And that is pretty much, I don't want to copy what I see on social media, but I would like to experience a nice surprise. I love surprises. So, you know, I like white chocolate. So, you know, white chocolate on the bed, you know, maybe like, oh, you, I saw that you wanted this dress. So here's the dress. I ordered it or I had your sister order it or whatever. (laughs) 
wear it tonight. We going out to dinner and a movie. I know you wanted to watch the photograph, like those type of details. And also a Valentine, someone who's, who allows me to spoil them as well. And I'm not trying to be a pick me type of bitch, but I would like to spoil the person that I'm dating as well if they deserve it. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Next question is, should celebrating Valentine's Day be a big deal? I know in Michigan, we have a thing called Sweetie's Day that is like a Valentine's Day. So it helps take the pressure off. Um, For me, because I like holidays, I would say that Valentine's Day I am going to make it a big deal. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to make it a big deal. I'm a Leo. I love attention. I love special things. I like, I love feeling special. <laughs> so for me, yeah, I'm going to say it's a big deal. I like to spoil, like I said, I like to spoil my significant other. I like to be spoiled, but it doesn't have to be. If you are, guys, if, if you're a significant other and you mutually agree that, okay, I don't want to spend money on a holiday like this because we do this every other day. Like it's, it's it's just another day, but we can't go to the movies or we can't, can't go out to eat. It's just a regular date night. Then that's completely okay. But for me, yeah, we're celebrating Valentine's Day, babe. Sorry. <laughs> Next question is, what is your pet peeves in a relationship? Um, My pet peeves in a relationship is not paying attention, obviously. um, And not, obviously lying, and for no reason and being dismissive. If I am explaining what is happening, I'm venting what happened at work or just anything that's going on in my life and you are just like, damn, you just going through it, huh? I'm just going to be like, okay, you don't care. And if you don't care, then I'm not going to care. And I'm just, it's it's not going to be good. So that's, that's my pretty much my pet peeves in a relationship. Um, if I think of any more, I'm probably going to think of some more after this podcast, but those are the few that I'm, that's in my head right now. Next question. How do you feel about best friends of the opposite sex? So, hmm, I do have a lot of homeboys and I haven't done a damn thing with any of those homeboys. Um, you're a homeboy. I don't see if I put you in that friend zone, homeboy or whatever. I've never seen myself going that extra mile to step over that line of being in a romantic relationship with them. So I don't feel anything bad about having the be- a best friend of an opposite sex. But I will say that in, if I'm in a relationship, I will put a boundary line on having the opposite sex for, as a best friend because you do want your significant other to feel comfortable. Because if I was to put myself in my significant other's shoes, meaning if he has a female best friend that was there before me, you know, obviously I'm cool with a lot of females. Um, if I'm cool with a lot of people if I get that good vibe from you. But if you are really touchy-touchy with my man, you text him, calling him at, you know, strange hours of the night, you know, you crying on him, trying to have him be your shoulder to cry on all the time, it's a no. So 
it's just a respect thing and it's a boundary line that you have when you are in a relationship. But I don't think at the end of the day, it's nothing wrong with having a best friend of the opposite sex. But I feel I do think that the more you hang out with the opposite sex, if you weren't first attracted to them physically, you can be attracted to them mentally, emotionally after a while if you're continuously hanging out with them on a daily basis. So beware of that. Next question. What is something you need in a relationship? Um, first of all, the relationship needs me, boo. Like, I don't need a relationship. The relationship needs me. But <laughs> um, I wouldn't say what I need, what I would want in a relationship is obviously the basics, loyalty, um, great communication, adventure, 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 adventure. Like, I don't give a damn if we are even having a, a day in, meaning we are just Netflix and chilling all day and just eating snacks or whatever, having a lazy day. Let's motherfucking play games or, you know, randomly do truth or dare, drink or dare, something like that. Like everything, I make the littlest things I'm an adventure. So you can't be boring at all. We, uh, I need the relationship to flow. And by flow, I mean like, it's not difficult to talk to you. It's not difficult to open up to you at all. It has to flow. So yeah, attention, loyalty um, has to be inspiring, has to flow, and has to be adventurous. So yeah. What is a... Next question. What is a relationship deal breaker for you? A relationship deal breaker for me is obviously cheating. And it's not just cheating as in um, having sex with, an, with another person. It's opening up and confiding into another person that you wouldn't do with me. Um, those dating apps type shit. Like, yeah, no. Cheating. Definitely, definitely a deal breaker for me. So yeah, I don't, I don't play those games. Uh, <laughs> next question is long distance relationships, yay or nay? So I've been in a long distance relationship and I'm going to say yay only because I don't mind because I don't, because of the career that I'm in, I just know that I'm not going to be around a person 24 seven. I am going to be traveling a lot. i I want to be traveling a lot and I'm not consumed by being very clingy with my person. My last relationship, I thought, well, when we first started, communication was great. You know, it's just really wanting to be in that relationship that makes it work. But if the other person is not into it and after a while their goals have changed, then it's not going to work. Also, I think the mistake that I did in my last relationship is that I never put a goal setting to it. So it was like, how many years are we going to go through this of you being in this other city? How many, like, when do you feel like you want to meet up? Where do you want to live? Like those type of questions, that type of communication was never set in stone. And I am a go with the flow type of person, but also like I'm not having a timeline, but I, like, I don't know. So yeah, 
I'm not like a timeline person of this age, I'm going to get married, this age, I want to have kids, but I do like to... I don't know. I, I do need, I guess for long distance relationships, I do need to have that. Okay. I do love you, but we're going to have to, you know, at this, where do you want to live at after a certain amount of years? Like, where do you see yourself settling down? Those type of conversations does do need to happen. So yeah. But I want to say yay to long distance relationships. If you're willing to work at it, if you're willing to be with that person, it's not an issue at all. Y'all communicate on when y'all going to see each other and be faithful. I've seen it work. It can work. So I'm going to say yay. Um, next question. When do you feel like it is a good time to make it official? Okay. I think after three months is when you really get to see who a person kind of is more so. You get a feel. I feel like the facade the cloudy, murky waters is kind of dissolving and you're seeing their attitude a little bit more and what they're really here for at the three months. I think three months is enough time, three to five months. Let's say I'll give you a little, you know, a little extra two months or whatever, but three to five months after that, if you're not saying, yes, I want to make it official with you, we, I don't be like, hey, I'm dating other people or like less communicate on what's going on because yeah, I did a three to five month mark. It's just, you already know if you want to fuck with that person or not to me, anything after that, you're wasting my time, period. <laughs> so three, five months, boom, you want to date me? You want to be with me or not? Nah, that's it. <laughs> none more, none less. Next question. What age do you want to be married? Like I said before, I don't have a timeline. I don't like setting myself on one thing, meaning, yes, I'm going to be married by 28 years old and I'm going to have a house and da da da. Like, it's good that you have goals in that type of way, but as far as Giving myself that time, I'm not going to do it because God will humble me real quick and be like, you thought you were going to get married at 28. No, you're not. And I feel like a lot of people who put that on themselves end up in a shithole later on because you end up forcing yourself to marry someone to meet that deadline. And then you end up being divorced later on because that person is not who you are intended to be with because you put that tight deadline on yourself. So I don't have an age. At the, end of, at the end of the day, or when I want to be married, when I'm going to be married, it's going to, when I'm going to be married. And that's it. No more, no less. <laughs> Next question. What is your ideal proposal? Okay. So I don't know where, and obviously I just said, I don't know when, you know, um, I don't have a timeline. I just know that my proposal is going to involve a saxophone and it isn't going to be at nighttime when it feels really good outside, not super fucking cold. And, or it's going to be like sunset, sunset, a saxophone. Oh my God. Like saxophone. The reason why I said that is because saxophone is my favorite instrument. I feel like it's the sexiest instrument, smoothest instrument. And yeah, it represents me. 
and sunset. I love sunsets. I was born at 5.05 p.m. So yeah, around sunset. So I love it. And yeah, just like I said before, the same thing as with my ideal of a Valentine. Just pay attention to detail. At this point, if you're proposing to me, you know me. So you know what I like. So yeah, just pay attention to detail. I don't care if it's in front of friends and family or just by ourselves on a vacation or something. What I will say though is I don't want it to be very basic. Don't do it in like a Chinese store and we about to go get food or whatever and I'm looking busted. My nails not done, my hair not done, nothing. Like no. Make sure that I look great <laughs> at least because yeah. But like I said, if he knows me, then he knows that yeah, saxophone sunset and I have to look bomb as fuck and not in no basic ass store. Yeah, in front of strangers. Definitely not. So yeah. That is all the questions that I received. Like I said, if you guys have any questions, you can email liquidever6, that's liquidever with the number six at gmail.com. You can also follow Liquid Era on IG at liquid underscore era, or you can go ahead and follow your girl, the host, D Brady on IG at underscore D-E-E-B-R-A-D-Y, that is D Brady, of course. And yeah. Um, thank you guys again for supporting. I can't wait to I can't wait to talk to you guys again next week Tuesday with my special guest continuing this love series. All right. So also forgot to say as well that in March is obviously Women's History Month, and I do want to interview ladies in the um, music industry or the entertainment industry period, and just get their insight and their journey into this industry and just being amazing, awesome trailblazers. I feel like there are a lot of young women who really need advice and guidance into the music industry and entertainment industry, period. And um, yeah, I love hearing other people's stories. Just something that I might continue on um, as something, as a series, a part of Liquid Era, because I think it's super dope. So if you guys have anyone that you would like for me to interview, reach out to, please email or DM me and I will do so. I already have my own separate list that I really hope can make it. So stay tuned for that. So thank you guys very much and we are out.